If you really knew me. If you really knew me. If you really knew me. If you really knew me, you would know. Hey, who are you? Who, me? Yeah, you. It's Monday! Hello, and welcome to If You Knew Mondays, a Park Day-inspired podcast that explores the nooks, crannies, people, and perspective of our school and community. My name is Ms. Pina, and if you really knew me, you know that I'm Tanzanian-American, and Tanzania is a country in East Africa. Did you know that the national language spoken there is Swahili? Say what? In today's episode, we're helping our community get ready for incoming spring athletic season. That means knowing what's on the calendar, getting prepared, and getting into our school spirit. With that in mind, let's check in with Rowan, who recently dug up some amazing Park Day history to help inform our future. Fun facts. Hello and welcome to Fun Facts at Park Day. I'm Rowan, a seventh grader, and if you really knew me, you would know that I'm not just Indian and that I'm actually half Sri Lankan. Sri Lanka is a small teardrop-shaped island off the southern tip of India. Go see if you can find it on a map. Today, we are going to be investigating the origin story of our school mascot, the Mighty Apples. Have you ever wondered where this mascot came from? Well, I have. And today, I'm going to be taking this question out into our community to see what we can find out. Hopefully, we'll discover how the Mighty Apple mascot came to be and why it's a piece of fruit. I don't know about you, but when I think of school mascots, one of the first things that come to mind are the athletic teams that often go by the same name. With that in mind, who better to start this investigation with than checking in with our athletic department? I caught up with Coach Marissa, Coach Whitney, and our previous athletic director and current after-school director, Ashley. And here's what they had to say. Hi, uh, I am Whitney Thayer. I am uh, the fifth through eighth grade PE teacher here at Park Day. I'm also a seventh grade advisor. And if you really knew me, you would know that I am a very big Denver Broncos fan. Um, I do not know the origin story of our mascot. Um, This is my first year here at Park Day, so I haven't gotten the full backstory yet, Um, but I would love to learn about it. Hey there, this is Marissa Hatcher, your lower school PE teacher and middle school athletic director. So I do not have any knowledge of how uh, Mighty Apples came into our community. I hope Ashley, our previous athletic director, can give you all some more insight Um, When I came here three years ago, I just know we were wanting to change the mascot to something a little bit more, uh, something that reflects our student body a little bit more. But in terms of historical context, I think you might need to dive a little bit deeper in uh, the teacher pool. That is a fantastic question that I have never truly found the answer to. Uh, I don't know. You might be saying to yourself, but Ashley, you were the athletic director once. I was, and I asked around about how do we come up with the Mighty Apples mascot, and nobody else seemed to know either. So I'm curious, and I can't wait to find out. Okay, that was interesting. Even though they don't know the exact history of our mascot, it's good to know that they're equally interested and we have their support. After more investigating... I heard from our service learning director, Janine, that we should catch up with former Park Day athletic director, Josie Chapman. Hi, 
My name is Josie Chapman, and um, I had the extreme pleasure of being a member of the Park Day community um, from 2007 to 2016, so for nine years. I go by she, her pronouns, and um, have been an educator for almost 20 years, and my passion is building relationships with kids, particularly around helping them um, enjoy being active and out in the world. Where did Park Day's Muddy Apple mascot come from? Oh, this story is very complicated. In 2007, when I joined Park Day, there was very little athletic program. We had um, barely a flag football team that played against um, all the same schools that they still play against, but that was kind of it. So anyway, um, uh, Tom Little, who was the head of school then, uh, really gave me a lot of autonomy and freedom uh, to just kind of figure out how to get teams together and get them playing against the other schools in the league, the middle school sports league. And I said, okay, great. Do we have any uniforms? And he was like, hmm. And I said, and what are our school colors? And he looked at me and he goes, how about red? <laughs> and so red it was. And um, that was in 2007. And quickly, quickly, we, along with other, um, other schools, started noticing that Park Day didn't have a mascot. And all the other schools that we played had mascots. And the first year, it wasn't really on the radar. The second year, maybe a little bit more. And then it really started bothering, I think, me and the students. And so the first thing I did was kind of give an introduction email out to the community around what a mascot is and that it really is someone, something, um, some phenomenon that represents the school. And at that point, it became a very open-ended, um, suggest any idea you have. And I did that with all of my middle school PE classes because I was also the middle school PE teacher. And we came up with some really fun things. The monarchs, the mavericks, um, the piranhas, the polar bears, all kinds of um, really fun, different ideas. And with that, the kids narrowed it down. It came down to three, the Mavericks, the Bobcats, and the Piranhas. Oh. Right. So you're noticing that the Mighty Apple was not there. And what happened was I was meeting with all of the eighth graders one day and we were talking about it and they were getting ready to cast their vote. And one student out of nowhere said, what about the mighty apples? <laughs> and everyone had a combination of a chuckle, a laughter, and a exuberant, that is amazing idea. And I just kind of stood there and I have to admit the first thing that went through my head was, no, we're so close. You're like three months in on this process of getting yeah. feedback from the students and from parents and from all the teachers. And, and I just felt, oh, I felt defeated almost. And so I met with this kid and I said, why didn't you, why, why didn't you bring this idea up? earlier. He's like, well, I kind of just thought of it. 
honestly, the easiest thing to do was I just added the Mighty Apples to the list of three. And a final poll went out and we used SurveyMonkey. And the poll went out to all the students, all the teachers, I believe the board and parents. And without a doubt, the Mighty Apples came back as the winner. And um, I have to say one individual that loved it the most was um, Tom Little, the head of school. Felt like it was fitting. Would you mind sharing who the student that came up? um, Sure. So his name is Royale. He lives in Oakland. You know, at this point, he's graduated from college at this point. Shout out to Royale for thinking of this catchy name and sharing it at such a key moment. It sounds like we were moments away from being the Park Day Mavericks, Bobcats, or Piranhas. Maybe we can catch up with Royale in the future and learn more about what inspired this name. Some kids started drawing what this Mighty Apple would look like. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I met with a graphic designer and kind of consolidated it into something that looked kind of cartoony. Not mean, but fierce and kind of playful and cartoony. And then the actual mascot was me just thinking how fun it would be to kind of replicate what a mighty apple like would look like in real (laughs) mascot life. Yeah. And so I found um, the apple body on a costume shop and then bought the cape and the little mask to go with it. And then one night in my kitchen, I got the letters onto the body. So it says Park Day, I think on the cape and then Mighty Apples on the front of the chest of the apple. And that took me forever, but um, it was super fun. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, of course. It was a really fun process. And, um, and I felt like it was something that the community needed and it was definitely community driven. I felt it, it suits Park Day for sure. Um, it, it's kind of a, an athletic play off of the apple in the logo. Wait, let's pause for a second. Can you picture the Mighty Apple mascot cartoon Josie just mentioned? I feel like as long as the Mighty Apples are our mascot, this character deserves to get more attention. What do you think? You know, it was also interesting hearing Josie reflect on the social cultural significance of a mascot like the Mighty Apples. A little bit of me regrets not talking more about this back in 2010, but at the same time, I think I avoided it with intention, but to talk about originality of mascot names and the um, the insensitivity of some mascot names uh, in pop culture. And that has really changed a lot in the last few years. For example, um, Cleveland's baseball team, recently changed their mascot. They no longer are the Cleveland Indians. Um, And same with the Washington football team in DC. That's not something that um, I I touched upon when talking about mascots. When I first, you know, went to the community and said, we need a mascot. It's something that has kind of been in in my head since that experience. Yeah, well, thank you so much for making time to do this. Of course. Thank you for doing a great story. Again, a big shout out to Josie for taking this time to share with us. She's still teaching and, in fact, used her lunch break to do this interview over Zoom. 
I'm glad that our community has this chance to learn about the origin story of our mighty Apple mascot. I had no idea it had such a unique history and importance. Like Coach Marissa mentioned, some community members have expressed an interest in changing our mascot. Some folks believe that an apple is not seen as powerful enough. On the surface, when compared to your average athletic mascot, I can understand this idea. But now, after hearing from Josie, I have a new outlook on what our mascot stands for. Maybe this segment has changed your mind too, or maybe it hasn't. Either way, head over to this episode's Padlet to share your thoughts. We want to hear any questions you have for Josie, or if you have any ideas for a new mascot, let us know there. Thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Facts at Park Day. See you next time. Wow, what a cool bit of history I had no idea about. Now, I'm really feeling ready for our upcoming athletic season. I'm thinking about joining the volleyball team. What about you? Speaking of, up next, we have our community calendar to help you get dialed in. Hello, and welcome to the If You Knew Me Mondays community calendar. I'm Chris Miller, and I do fundraising, events, communications, and I also support volunteers at Park Day School. If you really knew me, you'd know I played volleyball in college and helped earn a gold medal at Nationals. Oh, yeah! Joining me are Ren and Evan from the fifth grade If You Knew Me Monday podcast club. Hi, I'm Ren, and if you really knew me, you would know that I'm a rock climber. Hi, I'm Evan, and if you really knew me, you would know that I have 13 cousins. The real scoop on the community calendar is that there just aren't that many events scheduled right now because of COVID. So today we want to share an update on what we have to look forward to with spring sports at Park Day School. Evan, Ren, would you check in with our athletic director and see what's up? Sure thing. Wait, who is the athletic director? Hello, everyone. I am your athletic director and K4 PE teacher, Marissa, or some of you may know me by Coach Marissa. If you really knew me, you would know that I played Division II basketball at Sonoma State. And I am excited to be coaching our co-ed basketball team this year. Although we've paused on scheduling games due to the spike in COVID-19 cases, we hope to be resume playing in February, and our season will go until the middle of March, where we hope to have lots of support from our students and staff checking out our home games that we play right here at Oakland International School on 45th and Webster. Awesome. Are there any other upcoming spring sports? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ren. Yes, one of my personal favorites, track and field, is coming your way. We run events from the 100 meters up to the 1500 meters, long jump, and shot put too. And I got another if you really knew me. I actually ran the 200 meters in the Junior Olympics uh, 2001 in Buffalo, New York. Whoa, Marissa, you're a rock star. Oh, yeah. Uh, Following basketball season, we will be playing ultimate frisbee and volleyball in the spring. So be on the lookout for those signups coming your way uh, sometime in March. Awesome. Thanks, Marissa. Is there anything we can do to get ready for spring sports? That is a great question, Rin. Some things you can do to get ready for spring sports are to dust off that volleyball and start bumping or uh, passing with a family member, another student, or against a wall. You may also start running around in your neighborhood to get ready to go for spring. Go Mighty Apples!
Awesome. We're looking forward to it. Thanks, Marissa. Well, that's a wrap for this episode's community calendar. We'll see you out in the community. All right, folks, that's it for this time around. Once again, be sure to check out this episode's pilot to learn and share more. And don't forget to subscribe so you're sure not to miss each new piece of Park Day Perspective. This episode of If You Know Me Mondays was produced with a lot of love by Park Day's Department of Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll catch you next time.